Okay, Leonardo, what is this? Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show and tell. It's that time, 25 minutes of makery goodness as we and our friends from Microchip here who are visiting. Watch as folks from around the world come by and show us what they're making, crafting, hacking, sewing, and soldering. We'd love to see all of it. We have some Adafruit peeps who want to show you what they're working on and maybe some people from the community who are also going to pop on by. But uh, we're going to get out of here at 7.55 and whoever can finish and whoever can come in before then, we're going to do this thing. So take a few minutes when we call on you, unmute your mic and show us what you're up to. Let's start off and with... You, and you don't have to show projects with microchip components instead no. of it. Okay. However, <laughs> however, you probably will. So Just statistically. Who do, you, who do you want to start off Let's with? start off with Nuno and Pedro. Hey, Pedro. Hey. What are you doing this week? Howdy, folks. Hey, How's everybody doing? Yeah, so let's take a look over the camera here. Yeah, so we got two things today. Uh, it's a bit of an update to a, an, a sort of an old classic project. Uh, originally, we made a, a watch uh, in MicroPython, uh, but you know, there's been a lot of great development with CircuitPython, so we figured we'd update um, the projects. <laughs> so shout out to Katni uh, for actually uh, spearheading the code on this. So it is um, using uh, CircuitPython libraries uh, to display the time on a Feather M4 Express and the OLED Feather Wing. So we got two different ones for you. This is the watch project, sort of the original project. Uh, it's 3D printed in a flexible material. So if you're ever wanting to make like a wearable or some sort of flexible type enclosure, this is a sort of a good example of that, of using flexible material. Mm. Uh, more of something, maybe you want something on your desk, you don't want to wear it on your wrist or something. Uh, we made a little stand that ho that houses uh, the tripler feather wing, so you can add any three feather wings uh, to your little setup here. So I got the the OLED in the middle there, and the M4 up here, and our little RTC module, which does People all. People love those little like the Pi Zero and the feather yeah. folders. Those are it's like a perfect it really perfect is. simplicity. But it yeah. is very simple and, and, and nice and easy to print as well. But this one is as well. Uh, a good All right. Example. Well, now we know what time it is. It's time to 3D print your own watch. <laughs> there you go. Some crisp text. That is nice. All right. Maybe we'll update this some more with some more watch goodness. Okay, cool. And we'll be showing this video on Ask an Engineer tonight. We'll be showing a sped up video. And for the folks who have made feather wings or thinking about it, we have a contest with Hackaday. Check out hackaday.io, check out contest, and this will give you a good idea. You could probably use this as your idea and get pretty far. Yeah, you can get started. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, folks. Right. All right, thanks, San Pedro. Good stuff. All right, next up, let's check in with Paint Your Dragon, Phil B. Hello there. I got to yeah. figure out how you guys are doing this multiple camera stuff. I know, right? Um, you, use uh, a you use a quick time player. And you just use that as a camera, and then you put it off to the side, and you share screen with it. And, and then you share screen. Yeah, oh, well, I can't figure that out right now. So it's not as tricky as it looks. Let me just switch to the uh, document camera, and uh, show things that way. There we go. Okay, I got I got uh, got our good old uh, eyeball code running. Um, this uh, TFT gizmo um, has a whole lot of pixels on it, and. Um, this is running on the original uh, Circuit Playground Express, which we don't have more um, more RAM or uh, flash on this. So we're running the old iCode, and I'm working on uh, pixel doubling so that we can uh, still use the old eye designs on the new display. It's not quite centered yet. It's going to clip four pixels on the edges because the resolution is different. But uh, it's a start. It's nearly there. Um, looks great. Yeah, it's it's God. This display is wonderful. It's just super sharp. The the contrast. Good. I love those IPS displays, and they're so cheap. 
Yeah. So um, I should have that done uh, pretty soon. I mean, you can see it's nearly there. It's just we got yeah. to get yeah. off. All right. Uh, also, something something in in the pipeline. Um, you know, our old uh, NeoPixel goggles were a very popular project a few years back, and well, the, we have we have Circuit Python now on the Trinket, and so uh, we're we're revisiting that, and um, it's going to be so much easier to to customize uh, animations and colors and stuff now. Uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, working with uh, encoder and stuff, That's it's. Great. It's so much easier to do this stuff now with. Yeah. with and you don't need an ID, and your goggles will shove as a USB drive. Yeah, exactly. You just you, you, plug it in, you, you tweak whatever you want, and you've got you've got colorful goggles going. So uh, that's another coming soon. All right. That's cool. Lots of eye technology. Yeah, so on the way. Even, even though, so microchip didn't ask me to do this, and I am <laughs> not. We're not getting paid for this. Trust me. But so far, this has been a, a good run for microchip chips. Yeah. It's always weird to say because it's microchip and it's a chip. <laughs> right, right. It sounds a little redundant. Yeah. So, so far, microchip powering some of these projects. Okay. Cool. Lots of eyes. Okay. Thank you, Phil Bye. B. You. Bye. <laughs> okay. Next up, Erin, what are you up to? Hello. Uh, so I've been getting crafty with my vinyl cutter this week and uh, made some really cool little luminary lanterns sort of for holiday. Oh, wow. I got snowflakes on them and stuff. Um, and uh, what I've done is I've got a Circuit Playground Bluefruit inside and also hooked up some little capacitive touch buttons. So uh, right now I've got some buttons. Uh, I just have it, let's see if I can get it in such a way so we can see a little more. Yeah, um, so uh, just a, an on like reading lamp mode and then I did like a flicker cool flamey effect and a rainbow in a couple different modes. And then um, you can also control them with the Bluefruit app, which is pretty cool. I can just uh, send, you know, colors or whatever and change the colors with the app at the same time. And that'll change it to all three of the luminaries, which is just, I don't know, it's been pretty fun just designing all the different snowflakes and things like that for the vinyl cutter. Oh, are you actually connecting to all three? Because the app can connect to multiple clients and you just connect yeah. to all three of them? Right now, it's it's they're just wired together. So I've got oh, I see, yeah, pixel rings okay. on on the uh, on the subsequent ones. So it's I don't know, they're really really bright, so you can't really see. But um, but yeah, they're just strung together in a in a in a little um, chain so that you can light up your whole entire walkway or whatever with a whole bunch of different uh, with a bunch of different lanterns, and then just control them all with either the phone or or also just by touching the, the little. I like the, the beautiful filigree work there. That's really it. Really makes the project pop. Yeah, it's real fun, and it's super easy to do. In in which is the vinyl cutter software. Like vinyl cutters are, there. You know, you can get them at the craft store or whatever. They're they're really taking off, and there's so much cool stuff that you can make, uh, especially with you know light effects inside. So all right, all right. Helen says real cute. Well done. Heart. That's right. All right, three. Thank you, Aaron. People cannot wait. That guy will come soon. Okay. All right. Next up, let's go to JP. In JP's screen. Hey, JP. What are you hey. up to? Well, I'll tell you what. I have been uh, goofing around with some sort of blast from the past, uh, phone freaking sort of stuff. If people are not familiar with touch tone phones, and what? some of you should not be, <laughs> but. That little matrix of buttons there, the way it worked was it sent out what's called a dual tone multi-frequency signal. So each button had a matrix of two frequencies, a column and row that would be sent at the same time over the phone line and it's within the audible uh, sort of voice spectrum. And it's what controlled the switching um, gear at the, at the teleco so that you could 
make calls and also do some fun things with it. I, for some reason, I was talking to my friend, I said, I wonder if we can actually do dual tone multi-frequency inside of make code running on a circuit playground express. And the answer is yes. So um, this is sending the, the um, phone number I have it wired up to right now that dials the Naval Observatory in Washington, DC to ask for the time. And I won't do that right now. I won't call it right now. I'm gonna try that on my show tomorrow during the make code minute. Um, but I will play it for you to see if you can this hear This is a cliffhanger. Will it work? You have to tune in tomorrow. You can yeah. at least hear the, the beautiful tones. So that may have called someone somewhere if they had their phone on the hook, off the hook there. And hold uh, it up for their speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so like, hey, Alexa, dial this number now. This is a little uh, Stemma uh, speaker that I'm using as an external speaker because the fidelity is better and it seems to work more reliably than the one that's built on the board there. Um, and I'm gonna play around with some timings and volumes and things, but I've actually got it working fairly reliably, which is exciting. Um, and so I will uh, be showing that on the show tomorrow. Also I wanna mention I've, I've got Tan Newt, our own Scott Shawcroft coming on the show tomorrow. We're gonna talk Game Boys and MIDI and Bluetooth and, and other fun things. And uh, then I'm also working on some snow globe projects. So uh, lots I know of it's like 20 degrees here now. It's and it's like snowing. It's time. Good, good timing. Is that time? Good. I'm glad it was for you. Here it was like in the 80s today. But uh, I'm gonna pretend. So. Well, you're on fire. So it's like that's the trade-off. We don't <laughs> have to be on the fire. Snow melts the ice. Yeah, the <laughs> snow like fire melts the. Okay, All cool. right. Thank you, JP. That's very exciting. I'm sure tomorrow's show is gonna be jam-packed with Game Boy hacking and synthesizer. Goodness. Yeah. Rad. All right. Thank you, JP. Okay, next up, Colin. How's it hanging? Uh, it's hanging well. Uh, I meant your tie. How's your tie hanging? Yeah, well, um, good. You know, I just put it on. It's, it's a little snug, but that's just about right. Uh, just in time for all of your holiday formal events, uh, I made a tie inspired by the work of John G. And, of course, our classic Amplitie project. This is a strip of neopixels and a circuit playground blue fruit attached and then of course a little pocket for a lipo and if i turn it on you can see and i think you can see let me know if you can't see but indeed that is reacting to sound one two three four five six and of course we can connect via the blue fruit le connect app Excellent piece of software. I very much enjoy myself. I wonder who wrote that software. Gee, I don't know. Ask you, Colin, you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug. Um, and anyway, you go into the control pad and you can switch modes. So we've got the audio meter mode, a fan favorite. And of course, we have ever so classic. The Phil B uh, rainbow swirl. Phil B, this code, just bringing joy all over the world, gives and gives. And uh, of course, the other fan favorite the larson scanner and oh yeah where you can also you can wear that while you're making your dtmf tones right yeah if you really want to go straight retro and you can use the up and down buttons to control the speed of this so you can go to totally you know epileptic speed here and uh you can also use a straight up solid color mode and then go back over to the color picker and choose a different color okay and of course the holiday also, you green and red yeah. and blue right that all changed color. Oh, wow. You even made the Larson scanner color. doesn't have to be just Cylons. Yet. Wow. Wow. Right. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, for folks who haven't heard, this holiday season, uh, Reservoir Dogs, the musical, will be coming 
to Burning Man. No, it's going to be bloody uh, with pizzazz. If it were, though, this would be the tie for it. Okay. Thanks, Colin. You're looking very dapper. Yeah. Thanks. I tried. Says Helen and I. Okay. Next, okay, next uh, up. Let's get to Liz. Liz, thank you for being so patient. Hey, what are you up to, Liz? How's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, I've been working on upgrading the um, uh, motorized camera slider with no to run on uh, CircuitPython. So I actually built up my slider like two days ago. Uh, and then I've been working on the code, which is on a Feather M4. Um, and that has the um, stepper driver wing uh, and also the TFT wing with um, joystick. Uh, so if I try to hold up to the camera so that it will show up. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, but basically, I have uh, these bitmaps uh, that are, there we go. Yeah. that show the different modes. We've got five minute, 10 minute, 20, and an hour. And it's running on states, so you can kind of scroll through. Uh, and then for demo purposes, uh, you can select the mode with the five, and they'll say camera is sliding. Uh, and as it's going, um, there's a little timer at the bottom. It'll show you how much time is left. Uh, and then when it stops, it'll show stopping, which should show up in like a second. Mm -hmm. There we go. Um, oh, that's nice and clear. Yeah, uh, and uh, I discovered emojis translate really well to bitmaps. Yeah. Uh, and so this will show up for like 10 seconds just to give you a heads up. And then after that, it's gonna give you some options where um, you can either do the slide again, going back across, so like a reverse mode, or you can go back to the main menu. And if you do the main menu, um, it will back the camera up so it's back in the starting position. Um, and then it's also set up in there so that if uh, you do do a reverse slide, then um, your camera will just stay put and you'll go back to the menu system. So uh, I hooked up to the motor yesterday and confirmed that it is running the motor. I just have to work up the timings and then we should be all set with the code. Okay. That's better than every commercial solution I've seen. So congratulations. That's fancy. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, if you want to ask Cena on the show and tell sticker for the thing to run over, um, you know where to find us. Cool. Very slowly, over an hour. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Thanks. Okay, next right. we're going to go to Emily and Mike. Yeah, we'll get Let's Emily, get Emily and Mike. Mike. And, that, and then we'll see how many people we can get in tonight. If you've already gone, you may want to drop some folks who are trying to come in. Looks like we have a lot of people tonight, so everyone should go fast. Okay. So I got to just. Emily and Mike, up. welcome back. What you got going Hi. Hi, Emily. Hello. You going to talk? No, you're, right. we're going to talk over. So Emily was playing in Make Code, and we're definitely going to watch the show tomorrow because one of the things she was upset about was not being able to play more than one tone at a time. Ooh. But she did play with the NeoPixels a lot, and she came up with this. Show them. Can you hold it up? Thank you. Oh, purple good. and pink and blue, right? Yeah. I see purple and blue, just like the shirt you're wearing. Is your favorite color purple? No, it's pink and white. Pink, Pink and, and white. white. Oh, sorry. I can't. I can't see so well because the camera. Yeah. I see. No, you're right. It's pink and white. Yeah. That looks great. That looks really wonderful. Now you can take your colors with you everywhere. Do you have fun. Stare at it. Well, good work. And um, I, I think you know you can keep collecting these stickers. Just have um, that guy hanging out with you there. Um, send an email to support at adafruit.com, and you can put a sticker on the back. What do you think? Yeah, free stickers. That's what I say. Who doesn't like free stickers? Well, thank you, Emily, for coming by. Come by next week. 
with another project, maybe you can make it play a song as well as blinking LEDs. Hi, Emily. Bye-bye. She's magnified. Bye. Okay. LEDs are amazing, aren't they? All right. Okay. Next, Next up, let's up. go to Bill, and then we're going to go to Matt, and then Richard, then uh, Helen and Drew. We can get to everyone if everyone keeps it to like a minute-ish each. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of y'all. We all be all, though. All right, Hi, Bill. Bill B. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey. All right, so I finally have this working, which is great. I um, I started out at a conference in Pittsburgh. Uh, Steve Spawn from Able Gamers asked if I could um, help get one of these, which is a, a ridiculously sensitive joystick that barely moves at all uh, that folks use to drive their power chairs. If we could use this for other purposes, so um, I just I had already kind of done the opposite. I think I already been on here. I showed you that I could mimic one of those uh, using your potentiometer boards, which is awesome. But they asked me to do the reverse. And actually, it was much harder to do the reverse. Um, so I'm going to change my camera for a second. I'll show you. You guys can hear me and everything, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. We see your desk. Yeah, my mess. You see my mess. That's okay. That's all good, right? Okay. All right. So, so I started with a board that looked like this, and it totally worked, sort of. Uh, one of your itsy bitsies going into a Mac 732, uh, which is a 12 volt um, step up uh, converter uh, mm -hmm. regulator, which needed all these ridiculous uh, uh, capacitors and an inductor and a whole bunch of garbage. And it worked, but it was not clean. And this is not something that I can ask my teams to do, right? It's just it's too much wiring. Even if I had a printed board made for it, uh, it was going to be a mess. So I went, and it turns out that there is a little device that um, I can show you. I now have it all cleaned up and um, oh, that's great. In indicator, but it looks a lot better now. Um, and I do have my own little uh, board here. Before I take it apart, I'll, I'll show you. But I found a board from Pololu um, that, that lets... It's amazing. I'll just show you the hardware since I have a minute. Okay, so yeah, I was gonna say as long as you can do it in a minute, you're good. Trust me when I tell you this shows up as a joystick and it works. Okay, uh, on the Xbox yeah. controller. But the thing that's really kind of fun about this that you guys would like is ah, let go. Okay, if you look carefully, you see this ridiculously small chip right here. Yeah. So it's about the size of my pinky fingernail. So this is a Pololu chip, it's three bucks. It converts four to nine volts to 12 volts and it gives you 200 amps. It's it's fantastic. So I popped this on a board, I added six um, resistors and this is like a nice simple solution. So it takes um, the five volts from the USB, bumps it up to 12, sends it out to this, uh, this ridiculously expensive jo uh, joystick for a power chair brings it back in, reads it after converting it down to three volts, and sends it out as a uh, Xbox input. And what's kind of neat about this is that it kind of couldn't happen without the guys at the the um, the Circuit Playground, uh, Circuit Python group. So Dan Halbert and them actually went and made an Xbox uh, compatible gamepad profile, because it's not standard, uh, and made it something where we can make a custom build really easily and so now we can actually uh, deploy these. I'm working with two other charities, ablegamers.org and uh, Warfighter Engaged. One is about the military and one is not. Um, both of them use gaming to, to help people's lives. And it's gonna be a, a big part of the next year or so. 
is get in gaming because everybody you'd be surprised how many people out there you're playing with are actually quadriplegics or, or otherwise unable to use a regular controller but yeah. uh, this is a big part of that so everybody makes something everyone plays games um so yeah. people can find out about this on atmakers.org and atmakers.org also on the facebook group and my youtube channel but okay. i'll tell you that that pololu thing kind of threw me i had no clue i could convert all this ridiculousness into a three dollar little they're movie. amazing i love them yeah. they're they're in vegas they make you know they do the robotics and power stuff they've got that settled so yeah, yeah. It's all right really thank yeah. you so much bill and if you can since you're in discord put any links up so folks can not you only look at the work that you're doing but this project Sure. All right, you want to go to Helen and yeah. Drew next? Because right. this is their first time on the stream. Hello, hey, hello, folks. Hello. I'm here, sorry. What's going hey, what's going on? Hi, uh, good. Hi. We're hanging out here in, in, in Portland um, oh. here to visit Oshpok. Um, and we got some, um, this is one of my, my latest prototypes. It's just one tentacle, but it's going to be a part of um, a soft circuit sculpture musical instrument that I'm making. Um, with um, embroidered, this is machine embroidered electronic. Um, yeah, yeah we saw your cool. tweet that everyone retweeted. That was neat. The, um, yeah, cool, huh? That yeah, cool. so watch that thing. <laughs> There's going to be some cool stuff. I've been experimenting with some different threads as well. This is a um, copper hand embroidery thread, and this is silver um, machine embroidery thread. Um, and both of them um, have their own um, charms and and things that go wrong with them. So that's been fun. Um, I've also been working on this. I don't know what it's fully going to be yet. It's a um, it's my second PCB that I ever designed. It's Flex. So just this. That's cool. Which is super Ooh. cool. It's fun. And, and um, see, I've added in like string release here as well um, for the wires because it's a wearable. It actually goes around my throat. Um, you get free PCBs? Because I, I hope so. Sorry? Do you get free PCBs? Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so this is flex, and um, I don't like the color of flex, so I put some black electrical tape on the back to make it look a lot cooler. So these are electrodes for a capacitive touch. So basically, it's throat worn, um, and um, I just wanted to see how far I could push, push capacitive touch because normally. Wearable capacitive touch is extremely hard to pull off, but um, and I can't do it with the NPR121. But I've been using this new um, cap touch sensor, which has got 80 pins. Uh, sorry, 30 pins. I'm sorry, 30 pins, and um, it's sensitive enough to detect a difference between my neck on this side. Oh, nice. And on this side. Okay, it's good. Nice, but it's kind of cool. That's, a, that's the hard part. If it's on your body, you are you know you become the part of the capacitor. Exactly. So you need something that is. Um, granular less um, to be able to kind of tell the difference between them. Okay. Okay. What other stuff you got before we... We have to move forward. Uh, so that connects to the Bella, uh, which is powered by the Pocket Beagle. Um, so Helen has sound synthesis that's running into yeah. data. What do you do with the Pocket Beagle? Yes, uh, and Pocket then Beagle. I'll put into the chat um, the Pocket Beagle, which is yeah. on the other side of the of the Bella Cape. Uh, we now have oh. working with MakeCode Arcade. So we were, uh, visited the MakeCode team uh, last week in... Oh, that's big news. In Washington, uh, so we now have the Pocket Eagle work with uh, MakeCode Arcade. Um, okay. Wire up a little LCD to it. That and is good work. news. If you also remember to um, email me, we'll put that in the upcoming MakeCode newsletter, and we'll get a blog post about that. Because yeah. a lot of people have Pocket Eagles, and they also like MakeCode Arcade. So yes, 
All right. Uh, and then the, the final thing is my, my new favorite thing is black circuit board. So we now have uh, black fiberglass, which we call After Dark. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So the cool thing about it is you can see your traces. So it's black substrate, it's black uh, fiberglass, and then a clear solder mask. So you can see all your beautiful copper traces on your board. So been having right. fun thinking about aesthetics for that. Okay, cool. Combine, combine some more. We have to go to the rest Osh of the park installed Catalina, and you can now get your PCBs in dark mode. Dark mode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, combine next week. Yeah. All yeah, right. Okay. In fact, since um, James is here too, Osh Park should come by every week and just show something cool going on. That's a request. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to keep going. Okay. Next up, do you want to go? We're going to go to Richard, then Jam K, and then Sporeball. But you guys have to take like yeah, 30 not this, seconds. Not this fake, only going to take a minute, then take five minutes. No, 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 no like, yeah. I'm going to take a minute. No, take a minute. Ready, set, go. Go. All right. I actually just saw Drew uh, last week. Uh, he was over here at uh, CoMotion. Um, so um, I'm working on these uh, panel lights. Um, I've pretty much got them all finished. And um, what's cool about them is so these are NeoPixels inside. It's kind of like my uh, DIY version of the, the Nanoleaf Aurora panels. Um, it's using an ESP01 uh, chip in it, and I'm using the uh, WLED firmware. So um, the thing that I like about it is like you don't actually need to uh, program this with Arduino. They have firmware for the Node MCU and ESP01 uh, already rendered, and you just flash it to the chip itself. I'm going to try it with the Huzzah and see if that works as well. Um, but what I love is like. It handles the access point, so if you can't connect to Wi-Fi, it just pops up, and then you get this interface. You can go in. Okay, you got five seconds. You can go ahead and uh, do all these things for saying Wi-Fi, even MQTT settings, and it's got like 75 different uh, options. So super customizable. Okay. All right. Thank you, Richard. And if you have more, please come back next week as well. Okay. Next up, JMK, welcome back. You have one minute. <laughs> We can't hear you. Yeah, your audio is not on, but I will go to your screen and you. Can you hear me right now? Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Right. So One minute, go. There's a very quick update on what I showed a little while ago, the oh, the uh, JamKOS Pi Portal demo that I set up. I have done a lot with it, set up tons of work on it, uh, boot up sequence work, uh, Okay. And, um, um, while it's loading, you can see my screen. I've gotten tons of things working, doing working on tons of things. First of all, I tried to work on actually documenting my code for once and like putting comments and trying to keep it so I can read it in the future, unlike the old versions of JMQS that I have no idea what's going on anymore. And um, so all these files are libraries that I'm using that like file storage, config storage, um, um, whatever. So and uh, so there's already. Oh, it's not gonna work because I don't have a whatever. It's already got the main file about 536 lines combined with all sorts of hundreds and hundreds of lines of this. And one thing before I go, I this is the new uh, this new um, kind of a. I was trying to find a good like way to store config files on the uh, on this OS that I made. Um, but it never really, but I never really found a good way to do it, like a nice readable um, code. So I made my own um, 
uh, like config file thing dot jcfg. So basically, there are no comments. Plain text is ignored, so you can just write. And the only thing that's ignored is like value name colon space value content space mm -hmm. colon. So yeah, so that's um and so yeah, that's all. Um, I've got a internet time set up, and yeah. So right. yay, James Portable. Come back next week and show us more. Please, please, please. Yeah, I will. Thank okay. you. All right. Sporeball, you have uh, 30 seconds. Hi. Can you hear and see me OK? Yeah. Yep. 30 seconds, go. All right. So yeah, my other camera wasn't working. I have to use my built-in webcam. Yep. So that's why you go just kind of low. Go, go. We have that camera. Yeah. Uh, wait. Okay, here's here's my project. This is my first thing I've ever made with Arduino. So I picked up a Metro Mini, one of the 1.2 inch LED matrixes, and I I rigged it up to do this Yay. at the beginning. Yay! Little little splash of the Omega symbol, and my headphones are falling off. You can press all the buttons to move the dot around. Okay, and move it up a little bit so I'm, you can see it, and then... What? Move it north a little bit. Yeah, and I'm going to say continue to show the demo next week, but uh, you get a sticker no matter what because we actually have to go. We're already... We're at a negative time. Okay. I'm, I'm working on making it do more things, so yeah, next week. Come by next week. Yeah. Metro Ball. All right. It's a Thank you, everyone. Thanks for making this the best 30 minutes of the week every single it week. Was. We had a billion people here. Most I of, know. Uh, why do you guys all show up this week? Most of planet Earth was here. I think his microchips here. And uh, we'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer in like a Negative five minutes. As soon as fast as I can do this. Bye. Bye, everybody. Hey.